Am I everyone? I'm every woman. Yeah. Yeah. It's all in I'm you. I'm every woman. Welcome it's to Bacon me. is my podcast. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Woohoo. I know it's December, but we're yeah. here in October. Right. So I actually. It's actually Halloween right it's now. It's Halloween yeah. today. Right now. Yeah. As we speak. But with the children, uh-huh. it's Halloween weekend. Yes. It's an extravaganza mm. of epic proportions. It is indeed. Um, and I got to do trunk or treat. Um, that was overstimulating as fuck. <laughs> trunk or treat, for those of you that are wondering, is where you decorate your trunk and you go to a school and hundreds of children run around trying to get candy from you. I will say... Bravo to some of those parents who like yeah. made their trunks. Like there was one that was Ghostbusters theme, and it was like containment unit, oh, yeah? mobile containment unit, nice. and they had like a little box where you'd put the 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 trap, right? But it was a little slimer, like bouncing around, and you were like, "That's it. That looks like a TV in there." Wow, that looks awesome. Um, there's a Jurassic Park one. There was a under the sea one that had a lot of Little Mermaid stuff. Uh, there was a Boy Scout one, which I felt really uncomfortable with. Uh, but yeah, like uh, you know, it's cool, like hanging out with the kids, doing the 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 whole Halloween thing, seeing it through their eyes, and the whole weekend just them being like, cool. I could just knock on a door and get candy, right? That's pretty sweet. Um. So, yeah, that's been pretty cool. That's been pretty cool. I told you earlier, I noticed a lot of kids today uh, not in costumes, just going up the doors, being yeah. like, yo, give me candy. And it's like, you didn't put any effort into this. I'm not putting any effort into this. So, so here's some soap. Yeah. You know, like, so, so, one thing I will say about this year is a lot of it is um, bulls on porches. Uh huh. And I kind of went with that too because. I got a big old blow up Halloween dinosaur on yeah, it's my a cool yard, dinosaur. Right. I'm out trick or treating with my kids. Right. So the last thing I want to be is the person with the Halloween decorations and the hands coming through the dirt and stuff like that. Right. And not be there with decorations or not be there not with candy. With candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so we did do the bowl on the thing. I live in a basement apartment, so I can't give out candy. Um, my only like, don't sound so sad. Well, like I, I thought about buying a bunch of like uh, full size candy bars and then putting them out with a sign that just says, don't be a dick, but you only put out like 10 of them. Right. So word gets around, you got to get to that house early. And then at the end of that 10, Oh dude, you're out. You're out of luck. That house is awesome for about Five minutes max. Yeah. And so everybody goes there first. He don't get it. I don't get it because I don't have kids. He don't get it. I don't get it. Um, you yeah. would be egged the rest of the night. Uh, I wouldn't be egged the rest of the night because I rent. <laughs> Understood. Now, Halloween at my house, what my mom used to do was – she would put out like this creepy um, 
Scarecrow, right, for about two or three hours for all the little kids. And then it would have a bowl in its lap mm -hmm. that said, take one. And they would come up and they would take one. And then she would dress up as like the, scarecrow the Scarecrow and sit there with the bowl that said, take one. And scare the holy blue hell out of anyone that tried to take more. <laughs> That's amazing. I love, which, I love your mom. Yeah, which I think is yeah. fantastic. I think your mom fantastic. is great. So uh, Halloween to me is like, yeah, how do I do that? How do I do a trick of some kind with a treat of some kind if you yeah. if you do the right thing? Yeah. You know, I'd like to put like some kind of bear trap that only snaps if you try and take more than one thing. Mm -hmm. well, take now one. Have, now you don't have two hands. Take one, you keep your hand. Take two, you got less hands. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love this. After these messages, we'll be right back. All right. So, you know, we just played the fair, right? Mm-hmm. I saw our new sponsor next to us at the fair. Right. Right? Any of you that have ever been to festivals, you know one of the coolest spots to go to is that spot that's selling you sodas where the copper mugs. Oh, they're the best. Wild Bills, dude. Yes. And you... Don't just have to go to a, a fair to get their stuff anymore. You can go right. to drinkwildbills.com, and they'll send it right to your house. They sent that ginormous box to us. Huge box yeah. of stuff, and it made me realize that Wild Bills isn't just soda. Yeah, I thought it was at first, but man, the like jerky and uh, nuts, nuts and coffee. And, oh, man, snack foods, coffee, yeah. everything. And if you go there now... Drinkwildbills.com. Use the promo code BACON, of course, and you get 10% off. Oh, dude. Check it out. Uh, stick with us because we're going to be letting you know how that coffee tastes. We're going to be doing some tasting episodes on literally everything in the box. Yes. So stick with us. But, uh, dude, you've had it. You've been at fairs. I bought it. I bought that mug. It's awesome. I yeah. love it. And now, again, we're heading into the winter months. It's going to get a little colder. No more fares. Just have it delivered right to your door. Wild, drink wild build up. Bleh. Drinkwildbills.com. Yeah. Easy for me to say. Blah, blah, blah. Once. Uh, it is December. Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> it's not Christmas. But you know what is approaching? New Year's? The Bimpy Awards. Yes. In one month's time, we will be honoring those who have joined us on the show this past year plus, uh, end of 2020. Yeah, uh, it didn't happen. Yeah, agreed. Here we are having the our very first soon to be coveted Bimpy Awards. Yeah. And you can see who wins the coveted Golden Gnome. Mm. Yeah. It's uh, exciting. We've got, I'm excited. We've got polls up at patreon.com backslash. Bacon is my podcast. Bacon is my podcast. Um, and you don't have to be a Patreon to um, yeah, exactly. To, like, to, to participate. If you're not a patron, that's totally cool. Just go to patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast to be able to vote. While you're there, if you decide to check out the Patreon, cool, check it out. Yeah. If you decide we you want to help have us some out, fun out. Uh, exclusive con content that we had already given to our patrons. Yeah. 
um, you know, some of our tastings, some of our cooking with, uh, live streams that we do, all that good stuff. Um, but head over there, vote for your favorite guest, uh, vote for your favorite seven questions. Mm -hmm. And on January 3rd, see if they win. Yeah. We've got musical guests. We've got guest presenters. We're going to play music. We're going to play music. Yeah. I mean, maybe even a new song. Possibly. Jim, what else do we have to talk about here before we get into our sweet interview? Well, we should probably talk about uh, our interview. I mean, it's Dave Maison's. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome uh, world-renowned comic. He's appeared on Letterman. Mm-hmm. He has a great documentary called Dying to Get on Letterman. Dying to do Letterman. Dying to do Letterman. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Agreed. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but uh, Steve is great. He's a very funny dude. We were really hoping to get this as a uh, an in person thing. Yeah, it was uh, so close, but un- but unfortunately, COVID uh, screwed all that up. Uh, but maybe one day. Till then, uh, this will just have to do. I will say, uh, and we don't talk about it at all in the interview, and I think that's kind of by design. Yeah. Uh, at one point, a number of years ago. Steve was diagnosed with um, cancerous growths. Right. And uh, they were inoperable. And he was told that uh, worst case scenario, you got five years. And he decided at that point to start focusing on what mattered to him. And one of his biggest thing was like, um, and it's a quote that he said that we yeah. we actually don't talk to him about in this interview, was that uh, someday isn't on the calendar, right? Like we all have these goals and these things that we put off to someday, and uh, and someday doesn't exist. All that exists is right now. And he even says in his TED talk, we're all we're all dying, every single one of us, uh, at different times. And so if you approach life like that and you say, I'm not going to leave things to someday. I'm going to make things happen and make goals and make things uh, work. You're much better off because then you're living for something. Then you're going to sleep with a dream already. Then you're like all these different things. And we we honestly don't talk to him at all about it Um, just because we were having a fun conversation. And it didn't really seem like it needed to go into that at all. Um, We're, We're hanging out with a friend. But just for some backstory on him and why his documentary is important and why his TED Talk is is, uh, inspirational and um, what kind of motivated him to really kick himself in the ass and, uh, and start doing all the things that he's doing at such a high level was was that. And uh, though we don't talk about it, you can find a million interviews with him about that specific thing online. If you go on YouTube and you go Steve Maison and you find it, there's a hundred conversations that he has about that mm-hmm. with people. We don't have that conversation, but I just wanted to let you know that that conversation exists. Yeah. My relationship with him yeah. exists is through that conversation. So. Uh, my mother has the same uh, uh, neuroendocrine cancer that he does. And, you know, he was one of the few uh, 
celebrities, people with a profile that stood up, stood up and said, yeah, I have this and, and I'm going right. to continue to live and I'm going to be a spokesperson. And uh, yeah, without getting like too, you know, into everything, right. uh, head to netcancerawareness.org yeah. because it's important to me. Absolutely. Uh, obviously, it's important to uh, Steve. So uh, just educate yourself on that. And uh, yeah, man, I'm not going to get too into the weeds on that. <laughs> well, yeah, I know it, we we could and everything, we keep, but we keep it light. We but it's like it we are we are keeping it light. But I did I do think it's important that we actually put that out there and, yes. and, and mention yeah, yeah, that absolutely. And like I said, we don't talk to him about that, and that's kind of by design. Like I yeah. didn't I, I I didn't necessarily want to steer things that way, and and clearly we didn't talk about it, but you didn't either, yeah. you know. Um, and and he didn't either, you know, because it's like that's not the the thing that's interesting about him. Right. That's that's what needs to inspire people. Exactly. Uh, he's living. He's making his living as a comedian. He's doing something he loves. He's writing. He's he's being a podcaster, and yep. he doesn't let that define him. Yeah. And that is my favorite part about this. Yeah, that's huge, man. Like we're not defined by our deficiencies. We're not defined by our weaknesses. We're not defined by where we struggle. We're defined by the things we do because those things motivate us to do more. And I think that's important. Indeed. So Indeed. Uh, yeah, check out this uh conversation not really an interview but check out this conversation we had because it's awesome it's funny it's fun and uh he's a good time and it's a good time and we are definitely going to have him back on again and we are definitely going to do an in-person with him and uh yeah probably probably not in this in probably this not in this spot probably not in this spot but yeah. it might be at a marriott somewhere yeah which would be cool yeah when we take bacon is my podcast on the road on the road but for whoop, now whoop. Here's Steve Mazon. When? Now. What did everyone dress up for, for Halloween? So uh, my daughter, she was Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Nice. And my son, I'll, I'll just show you the picture real quick here. Ooh. He was a He was riding a dinosaur. Oh, awesome. What a cool costume. Yeah, so it was like one of those blow-up ones that uh, that it looks like you're riding a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And the best part was he was at last year, and this year he was like, no, that's a really cool costume. I'm going to be that this year, too. And I was like, I love you, son. That's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't have to buy another costume. So, awesome. Yeah, we were. Uh, what were you, Steve, were you anything for Halloween this year? Did you dress up for any events or anything? I did it. There was no, nothing that came up this this year. There, I almost ended up doing a show on uh, tonight. Yeah, uh, and I would have. Uh, I have a, my go-to, like your son. I have a go-to costume. It's one of these uh, zip-up ones I found, and it's basically Rocky Balboa. It's like got his oh, his, oh, nice his championship belt and everything on it. So yeah, yeah, that's that's the one I go to. That's in the closet. That if I ever need it, um, is it uh, is it the black and gold trunks or is it the red, white, and blue? Red, white, and blue. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the Rocky three, I guess. Rocky. Rocky three, four. Nice. Yeah. It's the Creed. Not five. The Creed trunks. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody goes for Rocky five. Well. <laughs> no. Tommy Gunn, man. No, that was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Gunn. Yeah. Tommy Gunn. Uh, do you have a 
costume this year? Did you have anything ready? Did you do anything? <clears throat> I ordered uh, because I was going to be. So originally we were supposed to go out. To, uh, what was it last night? Last night. Um, and what I wanted to be was Ron Burgundy. Mm-hmm. And then I told Jen last week, and, and you'll laugh at this, Steve. You you'll get this, but I was like, cool. Like I'm going to be Ron Burgundy. I'm going to have to shave the beard. And she hates when I shave the beard because oh, I really? did it. I did it once. Uh, when I was Mario, uh, Super right. Mario, right, and she's like, I, I can't look at you, you look like your father. And I was like, <laughs> Well, you wanted to be Mario and Luigi, uh, so that's Bob. So, so, so on Friday last week, she was like, Wait, what? And I said, Yeah, I'm gonna shave again, and I'm Ron Burgundy, so I need the mustache, so you're gonna have to deal with it. And she's like, Oh no, but we were hanging out with friends and they were like, no, 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 you don't have to shave your beard. You could be Ron Burgundy after he says, go fuck yourself, San Diego. <laughs> right. And so that's that's what I was gonna be, but we ended up not going you were gonna to be, see you were gonna be hot milk burgundy. Right. Right. <laughs> milk was a milk it's, was a terrible choice. It's so damn hot. <laughs> um but actually, funny enough, that the shirt, I actually got the shirt that he wore, like yeah. the T-shirt with the guy with the beer bottle and the thumbs yeah. up. Um, but it, it's not coming till Monday. Oh, <laughs> oh even though I even though it was like a, a it was like a ten dollar shirt and I paid twenty dollars to Russia next day air. Right. And uh, yeah, I was I was uh, I was Jeffrey Lebowski. Yes. Well, I was oh, the, dude. the dude. I wasn't. Nice. I wasn't Jeffrey Lebowski. I was the dude. Yes. Yeah. His his dudeness. Uh, El Duderino. El Duderino. If you're not into the whole brevity thing. Um, yeah. So that, I was the dude at at uh, a couple of different events. Steve, he had his. He had like the. Oh, dude I grew the grow, full. Like, oh, oh, nice. Yeah. It was marvelous, and I'm so upset. That's that he's, that's he's why I have it. this. Uh, like uh, like. Kung Fu movie. Beer I like. Well, I, yeah, I like that. Anyways, that works without the the dude. <laughs> you know. Did you uh, Did you have the uh, the White Russian with you? Oh yeah, I had White Russians all night. I uh, every event I, I went to. I was a. I'm a bartender, so I uh, I bartended one night as the dude, and my nice. co bartender was Bunny Lebowski, which was fantastic. She oh, was in a, what a great! She was in a green uh, bathing suit with uh, just nail polish and she was like i'm bunny lebowski and i was like you're gonna get us so many tips and uh and i was the dude and uh and then i i did one other party where i brought my own um white russian my caucasian caucasian drink mixes and i just made them all night and i just had them all night hell of a caucasian jackie hell of a caucasian i don't like that's what's special about halloween right It, it makes you go against some of your things like the we usually you don't like being scared. You don't like being frightened about things. And on Halloween, you kind of like it. And same thing. I don't like I don't like couples that wear a a, a shirt that's that shows that they're a couple just any other day. But right. I love it when two people dress up in tandem on Halloween and and yeah. come together like like I that, do too. Like you and your we I was trying really hard. We are our, uh, our one year anniversary of this podcast is tomorrow. pretty much right now. Like, yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, for listeners, it was a couple, a few weeks ago, um, but I was trying really hard to get us to do an event where we were going to do like a bowling event with our patrons and uh, with our local ones anyway. Yeah. And we were going to do a bowling night and we were going to go as because we did a watch along of the Big Lebowski with our patrons. 
Oh, cool. And I was like, I'll be the dude. And I wanted him to be Walter because he'd be a fantastic Walter. And uh, and we were going to go like in character the whole night. Yeah. And uh, when I do Halloween, like I go method, like I go full, full method. Well, that's why I asked about the drink. I wanted to like, all right, did you just costume it or did you go full in? Oh, no. I mean, I mean, at at the watch along, we even we drank. uh, Yeah, we did white Russians. Uh, I did a uh, I did a how to make a white Russian. Right. Prior to. And we did the watch along with the white Russian. Fantastic. By the way. Yeah, we're already in this episode, by the yeah. way. Yeah, we don't need to. We we're reforming to... it. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we have comedian, <laughs> we have podcaster, we have Emmy Award winner, yeah, writer, uh, cool freaking guy, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Mason. What's yeah, going on, man? Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, sorry, I was I was thinking when I was like, oh my god, did I did I just derail us with our Halloween talk? Yeah. No, no. You know what's no, funny we is uh, we don't. Yeah, this this that. podcast is um, there is no rail. <laughs> <So> <laughs> we just uh, the whole the whole purpose of the whole thing is just to uh, when we get a guest on is to just start talking about things we like, right? And then continue talking about things we like. Yeah. So Good. occasionally Good. there's a point, but not often. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah, I mean it's it, it's cool. Uh, so like the crux of this podcast is what's your bacon um we consider bacon to be one of the greatest things ever yeah if not the greatest thing ever absolutely um and it just makes your life better it enriches your life it makes every meal better yeah so what's that thing in your life so so we just kind of like we we hang out and we talk with our with our guests about yeah things that make their life better um i mean we 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 speak to get people all the time. Like uh, we had Allie from Artist and Allie. She's a podcaster. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a photographer uh, for like bands and stuff like that. And uh, she's getting into stand-up comedy. Yeah. She's just oh, cool. getting into it. She's like, she's in the DC comedy scene. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a, that's a rough crowd. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a pretty decent scene though. That's one of those, like, you know, you, as a comedian, you just kind of know which, across the country are the good good scenes and the ones that have good reputations obviously oh that's uh, interesting yeah like as as musicians like as a touring yeah. musician we like we have the same thing you know yeah. like i know that when i know that when i if i'm on tour when i hit like certain spots in ohio if i hit canton ohio or i hit dayton ohio crowds are going to be awesome right i yeah. know that if i hit detroit michigan crowds are going to be awesome um where like if you had to pick like the top two or three i don't want you to narrow it down to one because that's impossible but like where where do you like when you when you see your itinerary you're like oh sweet this is going to be a great show yeah where do you Uh, know portland oregon is great uh is is a fantastic they just they're they're like san francisco that's where i started comedy was in san francisco and they were great for a while and then just, you know, there's just been a, a little bit of a culture change over the past 15 years or so with okay. Silicon Valley kind of taking the much bigger role on that. So it's 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 kind Do of they changed, have less of a sense of humor. Yeah, a little bit. I think it yeah. used to be it was the opposite way. They've kind of went with opposite way. Their pendulum has swung. It used to be so like crazy uh, <laughs> that you could make fun of anything like right. it didn't matter like um 
you know, how far you went, how crazy you thought you everyone could laugh at themselves. Now it's gone the other way. PC, the little PC kind of thing where okay. they're they're like, whoa, you can't talk about anything like any oh, of this so stuff. super um, lame then. Yeah, but so Portland uh, is is still like that uh, uh, a lot. Uh, the Midwest is great, just in general. Chicago, yeah, uh, Minneapolis is fantastic. Um, so yeah, those would be my big three. I think Chicago, Minneapolis, and and Portland, Oregon. Nice. Yeah. Now that's a that's an interesting thing with with comedy because that's different from music because music is just i mean it's just entertaining you're not gonna unless unless you say the wrong thing in between songs you're not gonna offend <laughs> anybody yeah. you're not gonna you know what i mean like right. people are going and they know what they're getting so for me always um and whether this is a uh controversial take or not i don't really care uh yeah. i always thought to me like comedy it's either all okay or none of it's okay. You can't, you can't be in between with that. Yeah. Um, and so when I see people like having problems with comedians, yeah, it always, it, it always kind of just like makes me curious. I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't get it because I'm like, if you're, if you're a comedian, you should be pushing every envelope that you decide you want to push. And if you're a fan of comedy, you should be open to hearing whatever the hell the comedian wants to say. Right. And that's, and that, and that should be sacred. That's whole, that should yeah. be it. That's the whole point of it. You know, yes. like nothing outside of that should even count. Um, but as a touring comedian, have you found it like, is it limiting now? Is it, is it, do you have to think about what your set's going to be from show to show now more than you did before? Like what's happening? Yeah, there's definitely that's definitely a thought. Like again, I haven't run into any trouble, but it's definitely in the back of my mind uh, whenever I go to a show now. And 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 you know, you tell one joke and you can kind of feel pull back, people pull back or, or or something, and then it makes you start thinking about another joke that you know it goes even further later in right. your slot or something like that. Um, so yeah, it, it's definitely a thing. And again, listen, you know, uh, the, the cancel culture stuff that's out there. And again, I, I don't know about how much of it is is real or if it's just, you know, uh, you know, big stars are the people that get canceled and stuff right. like that. And um, I know there's a little backlash against it that people are saying, oh, no one's getting canceled. They, 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 these, But there there are people that have have. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of people. people do. There's people losing gigs. There's, there's people, people losing, losing things. Yeah. And they're you like, know? you know, so, yeah, if you lose one job. Yeah, that that matters. That yeah. counts. So, uh, yeah, it's definitely a thought and it, it's probably putting a little stranglehold on on the people who don't have as big a power of, let's say, a guy like Chappelle or, or Bill Burr uh, right. that that can roll with the, the punches like that on that stuff. It's probably making comedians write a little differently than they would normally. Um so yeah, I don't like that. I think your your approach is is exactly the right one. Just be be all in. Like and let's let's never intention matters. If someone's trying to make you laugh, let's let's never get too offended about that. Let's if someone's serious about what they're saying and it it's offended, then sure. Then let's let's say, hey, there's a problem that you really believe this. But if they're right, trying to make yeah. you laugh, I mean, yeah. Well, there's I feel like there's a clear difference between yeah, there's, like there's a are you difference. preaching to me or are you 
cleverly making jokes or are you drawing attention to something? And also, if you draw attention to something, well, and it bothers me, isn't that isn't that my job to look at myself then? Like, instead of look at you? Right. Like, isn't that what it's for? Yeah. Like, that's that's what comedians have been forever. They've been that spotlight. They've been that, like, hey, are you guys looking at things this way? We're We're a creative light that allows you to – one, laugh at yourself, but two, learn about yourself. And shouldn't you be pushing those boundaries? Isn't that the job? Isn't that the thing? Right. And even as even as someone like like you've been known as a clean comedian, yeah. which I, I, I think it's weird to differentiate comedians as like clean and blue yeah, and this right, one's right. dirty and this one's this. It's comedy. Like yeah. if you're a clean comedian, whatever, that just means that you're making people think in a different way. But is it fair for people to dictate how you make them laugh? Like, I don't think it's fair for people to dictate what I can sing about. Right. So anytime there's a little bit of that, there's that, that, that there's the rebellious side of me that immediately is like, Oh, go fuck yourself. But like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, do you, do you fight that? Do you have that when you're, when you're planning sets or you're writing jokes or anything? How do you reconcile that with like, man, I, do you have that? Like, I want to tell these people to go fuck themselves, Yeah, but I can't or. Yes. Yeah. There's there. It's always, you know, gig by gig. And the great thing is that there's different venues. You know what I mean? Like I I mentioned, you know, uh, performing at a corporate event. Okay. Well then I've, I've signed up for that. So I know that there's probably a lot of restrictions and things I I should steer clear of. And and, of course, um, then there's cruises, which are maybe a little more restrictive. And then the, but I still have comedy clubs, which still to this day, luckily uh, every comedy club that I've worked uh, still has that idea of that. They're a bastion of free speech and, not even and not even and I don't even mean it that way in like it's a right or anything like that, but they just have the attitude of like, hey, that's your stage and do whatever you want up there. You you can do whatever you want. That that's fine. And and if, if the audience wants to pretend to be offended by it, uh, we'll deal with that. But there there's never been any restriction put on it by any comedy club. So the great thing is that Good. that where you're performing, uh, you know, that I have these different options that that go to it. But I, I think that's the way, in fact, I, I just made a post not to, not to brag about my own social media, but it's just, just because I was thinking about this yesterday, I went out because we're, this is Halloween when we're recording this. My next door neighbor has like these Halloween decorations. Uh, there's a Michael Myers with a, a knife. And then he, they, they have a, a, a bloody body at his feet and there's <laughs> yeah. skeletons yeah. and there's blood all over. And there's like all these things and police tape and everything, all of his things. And it's, it's scary as hell if you walk out there at night. And if you're right. a kid walking by, it's scary. But we know it. We know it's Halloween, right? That's we're all up for this. We've all right. agreed. Like that's that's where I don't we are. Think, I don't think he likes murderers. I don't think right. he, he's satanic. I don't think he's any of this thing. It's Halloween. So same thing at a comedy club with a comedian. You should have this. Just like you said, just be all in. You can do whatever you want. I don't care. I don't just you're you're trying to be funny so just i I, it's all bets are off you shouldn't be offended if you're offended you're the problem right yeah i i feel like if you're offended you have to look at why you're offended not look at why someone said what they did yeah why does that bother you and then go from there and that isn't that what like isn't that the point isn't that the Mm -hmm. whole thing you know like you're out there to entertain people and yeah like to be good enough to go, okay, this is a corporate event. I'm not going to do these jokes. 
Right. This is a cruise ship. I'm not going to do these jokes. This is a comedy club. I'm going to try this and I'm going to try this and I'm going to try that. Like, shouldn't we want our artists and our comedians to have those skills and be able to do that and be able to navigate those waters? And isn't that what should rise people to the top versus, you know, like, oh, this person doesn't offend anybody. Let's let's make them something. right right exactly how how vanilla would everything be if that's where we if we just went kept going down this road that direction of like oh my god remove yeah. everything offensive right it would suck that so anyone bad. yeah it would be awful be terrible yeah I, I i couldn't imagine just being like no jokes that make you go oh right right really yeah like cool <laughs> okay i i love things that make me uncomfortable because they make me think about why am i uncomfortable that's an interesting thing to now think right. about. And that's an interesting thing yeah. to examine now. And I've, I've learned a lot from comedians that made me that when I heard something and went like, Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but yeah. then I was like, well, that's not them. That's not on them. That's on me. I'm feeling that I got to figure yeah. that out. I got to figure right. out why right. that bothers me, you know? Yeah. And learn. And why not, why not learn to appreciate something you you might not even agree with, you know, I, I'll oh, give you an right. example. Like, I watch uh, 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 Bill Maher. I'm not actually not. I'm actually not a fan of Bill Maher himself, but mm-hmm. I like his show. I think he's a good ringleader. Like he he brings in good guests and they talk about that. But there was right. one time he had a whole thing on uh, how people who like comic book movies and stuff are idiots, and you should just grow up and get a life because these are we're made for kids and blah blah. blah. I disagree completely. I love the comic book superhero movies. But it was one of the greatest, like, five minutes of comedy I ever saw. It was just very, very funny. And, it again, I don't have to agree with it to be like, well, that's well written and yeah. it's funny. And yeah. you, have a, you have a viewpoint. You know what I mean? It's it's someone walking down a road, and, you know, the, the funniest home videos, people getting hit in the balls. I don't want right. to hit anyone in the balls, but I, I can laugh at it afterwards. Commercial break. All right, Jimsy. You think grilling season is over? Mm, almost, right? Or- no. No. Grilling season is never over because okay. of a new sponsor of ours. Ooh, what is it? Grillyourassoff.com. I love the name already. Yeah. Uh, it's a veteran-owned company that sells spices, barbecue sauces, cool swag, even like even uh, cookbooks. Oh, you know what? I You sent me a link to that. I checked it out. That was awesome. They had some uh, some cool recipes right on their site that was pretty awesome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it, that, that's for free. But now that they're a sponsor, they've decided that if you use the promo code BACON, you get 10% off your order. Dude, that's awesome. I'm yep. ready. I'm, I'm definitely ordering some spices. They had a couple that looked really killer. Yeah, and, and it's really, there's so many different selections that there's really a spice for everybody. Um, the, the guys that are like heat heads and even the people that just want something subtle, delicious, sweet, whatever it is, uh, they've got something for everybody. Awesome. Did we order any? Did we have any coming? We've got some coming. Nice. And we're going to do some tasting episodes over on the Patreon. Awesome. So we'll stick around. We'll grill your ass off stuff. Stick around, everyone, because uh, once we get those in, we're going to taste them. We're going to go through them. And then we're going to let you know what we think and uh, maybe give you some uh, some choices that we would kind of go for. So once again, head over to grillyourassoff.com. Use that promo code BACON and get 10% off. Sweet. I mean, this is a weird tangent, but my niece said this. Uh, 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 like six months ago, and I don't. So I don't know if it's a thing. Maybe the listeners know had heard it before. 
she said she just said this she goes don't don't yuck my yum and i was like <laughs> i like that don't Wait. say yuck to to the thing that i love like it's my yum it's you don't have to like it so that's that's the kind of the scorsese thing don't yuck my yum i love this who gives a shit i yeah wow i like that i like the kid. i've never heard that either but that's great yeah the so damn, I, the damn kids are all saying it that's what that's right that we're gonna find tomorrow there's t-shirts and everything already out yeah, there yeah 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 it's it's a tiktok hit i agree right exactly that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. um all right so what i do want to ask i know when we say when we go to the questions yeah but there's a big question i gotta so i was taking a defensive driving course right <laughs> <laughs> And uh, <laughs> I'm taking a defensive driving course. Thanks, Geico. Right. 10%. <laughs> right. Uh, and all of a sudden, so so a little peek behind the curtain. I knew Steve. We, we've known each other for a little yeah, while. Wow. And all of a sudden, I saw Steve on my defensive driving course. And I was like, well, hey. <laughs> hey. And I immediately, well, okay. So it was, it was definitely like. 2007 steve maison yes this is why it was at least yeah, yeah. i was gonna say it, it was definitely because it happened in like 2018 19 when i saw it so it was definitely a 2007 ish uh and yeah. and i immediately messaged you and i was like hey you're in my defensive driving course. Please don't suck for the next four hours. Oh, that's great. How how does one get a hosting gig yeah. at a defensive driving course? <laughs> I can't I can't even remember how and I can't tell you how many people I have crossed paths with. Probably as many as many people have remember or say like, oh, I remember you, or I recognize you, you were on Letterman, or I remember that joke you did on Letterman, that kind of thing. More people recognize me from this defensive driving course. So I guess that's just <laughs> we, how many bad drivers we have in the country. You had a lot well, of reach there, man. Yeah, you had well, a lot of reach. Geico, Geico makes you pick, and, and they say, hey, this is a good one. And I said, all right, cool. <laughs> That's fine. 10% off. I'll do it. <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't you do it? I and, don't remember what the particulars were, though. I just remember I how, how the guy found me. I, mean, I remember the guy who was doing this driving course, and it was it was associated with the improv um, here in you know with the, the clubs across the country. Um, I don't think it is now still, but I think he still has the name of improv driving course or something like that. And so they were looking for someone and yeah, the guy said, Oh uh, yeah. Hey, I think you'd be good for this. Would you, would you come and, you know, introduce the segments and then tell some jokes of that thing. And it's one of those in that point, I think because I was a clean comedian, they couldn't, it couldn't be anything too controversial or edgy right. kind of thing. And yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I was obviously a, a, a younger man with more hair and stuff like that. So I think I was more castable at that point. So, uh, but yeah, uh, so I think it, here's a strange story uh, that ended up shooting in Van Nuys, which people in LA know Van Nuys just by saying it. Van Nuys is the porn capital of the world. Probably not anymore because of, uh, you know, the uh, ubiquitousness of, of, of internet porn and, and homemade porn, that kind of thing. But right, like right. the days of like it was on VCRs and or VHS tapes and that kind of thing. That's the capital. We actually shot it in a uh, porn studio. So I can't remember. I think it was a brick background <laughs> behind me. Yes. Like improv. Yeah. 
And then, but if you pan the camera like 45 degrees, it's one of those, like it's a studio. So like this way was an office where they would shoot the office scenes. Right. Uh, 45 more degrees was like a school. Uh, 45 <laughs> more degrees was like a living room where the pizza guy would come and ring the doorbell. So it was just 360 degrees of these different rooms that they would shoot uh, porn in. I guess I, I, I would assume there wasn't the improv brick background before that. I was, I don't, I haven't, I've never seen any. Yeah, I haven't seen it. So you're saying on on that day, you had the worst gig in that building. <laughs> yes, I. No one else was there. I was so hoping that there would be some like cross traffic or something like. Right. Oh, yeah. Like. Because yeah, you know. Wow. They're coming wow. in at six to shoot this. So yeah. Well, uh, I got to tell you, I, I no longer speed between red lights because I know. That if I maintain a normal speed mm -hmm. between lights, I won't get caught at the red light. <laughs> Look at that. Look at I that. didn't know you were so good at math. <laughs> all traffic lights in the world. But They're all synced. Uh, but yeah, I and uh, so I've sadly been recognized many times for, from that. Where people are like, hey, you did my traffic school. You did my traffic school. Well, that's not that's sad. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. That's like, good. That means that was a good gig. That was right. I guess so. I, I, it's funny. I got the one thing that stinks about it is because I do get recognized from it still. And again, this is 13, 14 years later. Uh, it was a one time thing. No residuals on it. So I, I when oh, people yeah. come up and say, oh, yeah, I, I, I still I'm like that thing's still running. And uh, yeah, I took like a, a one time Oh, yeah, they ain't gonna pay anybody else. For it. Yeah, it's like yeah. MTV. They pay you once. <laughs> they That's can it. use your shit forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So that was a good gig. That's so funny. Now, I've heard before that your worst gig was uh, a minor league baseball game for the Quakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, do you do you still consider that your worst gig ever, or have you uh, have you topped it at this point? I think it's still my worst gig. And again, this doesn't. This doesn't, uh, I don't want to single it out like I have lots of good gigs and there's one bad one. There's plenty right, right. of awful gigs. But well, yeah, worst just, is just worst. Yeah, yes. it's just one. Yeah, because sometimes people think like, oh, comedians, yeah, they claim they never die. And oh, my God, I have so many bombing stories and the things going <laughs> terrible stories. Uh, but the, the, just because the venue of a minor league baseball game is already ridiculous to try stand-up comedy in. And I was standing on the dugout of the visiting <laughs> players' dugout. And, and it awful. wasn't just like, hey, you want to go do five minutes before the game or after the game? No. They wanted me in between each inning. I had to go up. Yeah. So, like, and it, by the third – it was going awful immediately. But by the third <laughs> inning, people people would see me climbing up on the dugout, and they'd be like, ah, you know. Like, they were, they were so angry. And I, I didn't get any laughs. The only laugh I got was my friend had come with me because uh, they were giving us free food. I don't even think I got paid for it. Uh, I can't remember what they – I think we got, got the got snow game. cones and a hot dog. Right. Yeah. It, it, I do remember the food was pretty good, this minor league baseball game. Um, but I could just hear my friend laughing. And of course it was, it wasn't the laughter of like, I'm enjoying your jokes. I'm laughing at how bad this is going. And right, we're right. Laugh, like, you know, this is I'm, great for me. This is very me. much the laughs that we would give each yeah, other. Right. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But a good friend. So yeah, just his roaring, ah! <laughs> like how bad <laughs> it is. And at one point. So I, they, they called it quits after the fourth inning. It was supposed to be every inning until, till uh, 
the seventh when they did the uh, take me out to the ball game. But it was going so bad they called it after the fourth. But I think it was that inning that as they were coming off, I was doing so bad I thought maybe I could just improv or something or talk. So so I said something about the, like, hey, let's give it up for the players coming off or something like that. And as they came off, the uh, the pitcher the the pitcher for that team just looked at me and he goes. And gives me the finger. He gave me like, <laughs> so like I was looking for any like you know, uh, uh, you know, kind of life ring to help me any out. Any reinforcement moment. whatsoever. And yeah, it, and the it was the finger. He was like, "No, I'm hating you too." <laughs> well, it was a visiting team. So Everybody like, hates him. He was Everybody the visitor. Yeah, yeah. I think he was getting shelled, so he wasn't a good man. So, yeah, like having lived with a couple of um, of budding stand-up comedians, yeah. Um, I I learned like really quickly that like bombing was actually a a good thing because you learned so much from it and you could pivot from it and you could reorganize your jokes and and rewrites and things like that. So it was it was cool to me because as a musician, like when you're writing, like if you bomb, it's almost like, well, I'm never going to play that song ever again. <laughs> but it seemed like with comedians, it was like, OK, where did it go wrong? What happened? What was the thing? And I noticed uh, my uh, my roommate that I had for a long time, his name's Jesse Joyce. Um, hmm. If you check him out, jessejoyce.com, yeah. Joyce to the world. He's got a record. He's got a CD out. He's he's very funny, really good, awesome guy. Um, but one thing that he always told me was he was like, well, sometimes it's like when you're bombing, you do that pivot and then you figure out what what your what your line really is, or you find out what your where the joke actually happens. Mm. So I, I found that interesting. And so like, anytime I get to talk to comics, one of the things that I do ask is like, do you have like, uh, like in your memory, do you have like a, Oh, this recovery from this, here's where this joke was really bombing. And because it was bombing, I pivoted and this is how I made it work. And that made it a great joke. And that's what I continue with now. Do you have stuff like that or do you have one that you You know, I can't think of one specific like that, but yeah, I think he's right in in that thing that you do learn. And I think probably as musicians, you probably get the same thing, especially the performance aspect of it, right? Like just just sometimes like, oh, like I, I always phrase it like this, like the audience I think tells comics what's funny about them. Like rather than that's how I always think of it, like I'm up there and I'm 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 throwing stuff out to them like but they're going to tell me what they think is funny about me. You know right. what I mean? So especially at the beginning, it's a learning process. Like you go up with and you think like everyone thinks, oh, I'm going to go up on stage. It's going to be great. And, it, 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 you know, it's not, it, especially at the beginning. It's it's such a hard thing to learn. Um, but it is it is learning that, like what the audience, it is that pivot that that you learn stuff on it it's like okay well maybe i'll try this different joke because that i won't do anything more when you're bombing you're you right. the thing i love about comedy is all the things that can run in through your head at the same time and i'm sure music is the same way like you're you can think about how the the last joke went right that's still in your head you're thinking about delivering the joke that you're doing right now and the facial expressions and the movements that go with it and you're also thinking about like this isn't going well, so I need to, I need to maybe not do that joke I was planning next. <laughs> right. You know? And so where do I pivot to? What yeah. do I do next instead? How right. much of a comedy show is is what you've planned versus 
what you like on the fly change? How often does yeah. that happen? I'd, I'd say, yeah, I'd say on a good one, it's, you know, it's usually like maybe 75, 25, like 75% plan. And then there's really that much. Oh, wow. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I usually have an Yeah. Like how, this is how I want it to go when I step on stage. I, I have my plan of it, but uh, especially when it's bombing, it, it goes much further the other way as much as like, you know, 99% is, is unplanned. Like, okay, right, I'm, right. Just, I'm just reaching for things like uh, what, uh, what, <laughs> what's going to make I them laugh. Years ago, something's yeah. got to work here. Like, yeah, you're yeah. just grasping at straws. And then every now and then, yeah, there is like a lifeboat like that. Like you're like, Oh, oh they actually responded to that. Or, you know, um, they enjoy if I interact with them more than just kind of stand here or sometimes it's, yeah, it's, it's simple little things that, that, you know, taking the mic out of the stand or, or, or the opposite, you know, sometimes an audience, a lot of times an audience, the people in the lights, I, I, I catch a lot like the, that are in the spill of the stage lights. Mm-hmm. They, they tend to like not laugh as much as people in the dark. Like I think it's, it becomes like they feel like they're, they're on stage so uh, you have to interact with them a little differently. So it, it is those little things of, of bombing helps you learn those things because it, it is an abnormal thing to get up on stage in front of strangers. Oh, so, definitely. I, yeah. I've, I've um, never really like thought about that too. And, and honestly, it definitely applies to us. Is, is like you said, where, where the spill comes out, you see a little bit of the crowd and, and those people feel as if they need to act differently than people behind them that's mm-hmm. yeah. that's uh i never even thought of that <laughs> yeah. well yeah I've, like, al- I've always found that you don't you don't necessarily you have to acknowledge the people that are front row but you don't play to the people that are front row right you play to the people that are third fifth seventh row while acknowledging front row because front rows yeah in, in your in your you know spot for for us especially, they're like our people. Yeah, generally. yeah, yeah. Usually, right, right up at the front, and a lot of times, just depending on how the stage works and everything, the people in the dark can see those people. So you want you want them to look like they're having fun too, so, right? Because they're you know they're they're what's being shown as well. Well, so, yeah, yeah, half the time, yeah, you gotta you gotta like, I I find that as a musician, once you get one person that's um moving or dancing or screaming or 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 involving themselves in what you're doing the more comfortable everybody else around them is in involving themselves too yeah so it's like you got to get that one person first and then once you get them then you're good for the rest of the show because nothing attracts a crowd like a crowd you know right. what i mean like it's yep. it's that kind of a thing is it is it kind of the same thing or yeah, yeah, and in fact, that's in the bombings. <laughs> that's that's one of the probably, um, I guess, uh, strategies that that pays off the most. It's like, okay, there's you know whatever, two hundred people right now not enjoying me. Uh, right. Maybe maybe I can focus on one table or something, and and if you can get them and and just change your approach, you some you got to change things drastically. So it is that yeah. thing where you. You, you, if you're standing, maybe you sit and you let them come to you just as something that feels different all of a sudden than what you were doing. And you f- just focus on one table. If you can get one table to laugh, it usually does start a roll like that where it'll start spilling then and you can, you can turn the bus around uh, before, it, before it goes over the bridge. To just, <laughs> yeah, a whole right, hour right. Of, of nothing. Um, 
So yeah, that is that is one of the things. It is it is a mob mentality. It really is. So uh, it, it one one table or you know that's why you know a heckler can add so much to uh, a show uh, right. both ways. It can ruin the show, but it can also. There's many times when you you deal with a heckler and then people come up afterwards and they're like, God, that was my favorite part of the show. I wish you would have just kept going on about that you know, part right yeah, yeah. Uh, you know it's like well, all right yeah i i could see how that was yeah fun to watch but you know an <laughs> but, hour of it would be but it was fun. agonizing for me yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and it's precarious you know you feel like you're on a tightrope like oh it, am i gonna say something too harsh and then everyone's gonna be like whoa you went too far like you know, right right you know <laughs> yeah did you ever it. did you ever feel at the beginning like like holy shit is this guy gonna get me <laughs> Like oh, every time, like, every every single time that that I have to deal with them, I I yeah, because you can't ever be, you you always have to be better than the heckler. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? People are funny. People are mean. People are fucked up. You know, like they can. I've met people where I'm like, oh man, I'm glad I'm not in a thing with you right now because you're 100%, 100%, you're quick yeah. and you're funny and you're mean and but you're also an awful person, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, but you suck. Quick, ever come words, to one of my shows. Right. Yeah, they're usually drunk, so there's no shame. Like it's it's right. like, a lot of times, even if you if you take them down, you know, there's no shame. It doesn't. The crowd's with you then, but the, a lot of times they, they they don't feel bad, so they just keep coming back. Or if right. you know, there's there's some sexism to it as well. That uh, you know, if I take a, a a guy heckler down hard, people are happy. If, right. if you go too harsh on a woman, everyone's like, oh, whoa, what are you doing there, buddy? Like, right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> back off, dude. Dude, she's a, yeah, she's a woman. You can't say, you know, so. Right, right. Uh, it's precarious. Yeah. Do you, um, do you, like, if you had your choice, would you rather a show be, like, completely um, go according to plan based on what you planned out from beginning? Or would you rather have to shift in the middle mm. you know like i know that yeah. that can be weird yeah but you know what would your preferred show be yeah i i think uh if you asked me before the show i would say <laughs> i want it to be a hundred percent what i plan going up right but the, the ones i remember the most are the ones where something does there is some kind of you know something that throws me off my game a little not and i'm not talking about a heckler not like that but right. just someone's laughing so hard or something that you have to start talking to them. And you're like, Oh my God, like you really enjoy that. And you, you get some story out of them or um, I don't know, something, something strange just happens. You know, sometimes there's, you know, uh, as much as like someone like, you know, I've had it where, you know, someone has not like a heart attack, but someone gets injured, they fall on the back and you have to right. deal with that kind of stuff or, uh, uh, you know, a waitress is, uh, you know, uh, does something. So the, yeah, I always go in with the with the full plan, and I would say that's how I want it to go. But the the great shows always do ha have some some X factor that you never planned on. All right, we got to pay some bills. We do. Whoa. Yeah, we do. We have to pay I some bills. I owe you guys money. I well, we we, we get to pay some bills because we have some really cool sponsors. Ah, yes. okay. So we take a, a little bit out of each show to um to acknowledge one of our sponsors and that sponsor is a company called poddex yes and uh if you go to poddex.com well what they do is they create these uh these card sets and uh, i'm holding one up right now i'm holding the how dare you card set and if you can fat head if you see it it looks like a it a looks like head, an, I think. an old timey uh an old timey popcorn box but 
what it is is they create um, decks of interview questions, uh, icebreakers, topics for podcasts. It's all for budding podcasters and new people that might not be able to just rattle off uh, a million They don't have verbal diarrhea like we do. Yeah, like you said, (laughs) like that, like that type of thing. Uh, But they they also have some really fun, like interesting questions, not only for podcasters, but like if you're just someone that likes to play games like Cards Against Humanity or or things like that. They're very cool if you're a bartender and you want to have stuff at the bar to hand out to people or to put out on the bar so that it's like, you know, conversation starters, things like that. Yeah. So what we do is we like to uh, we like to invite our guest to uh, pick a deck. And then answer a random question from that deck. So yes. Mike is going to let you know um, what those decks so are. So they have the episode deck. Don't choose that one. Uh, <laughs> the interview deck. Interview deck two. They have what the heck. Would you rather. And uh, and then the two new ones. The how dare you. <laughs> and then also the what the. What the <laughs> um they they used to be like more pg but now all of a sudden they put this wtf deck out yeah, yeah. Uh, i tried to answer a question uh to my kids and right. i read the question i was like i'm not asking them i'm I not answering I would, that. I would, I would it's, yeah. it's bad so i would have answered it yeah well i don't have kids you don't have my <laughs> you don't have kids so that doesn't matter to you uh so steve which which desk which deck would you like i i like which uh i think it's the the what the uh, deck is it the is it the white one with the red? Put your yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Yeah. That's so one, this yeah. is actually blue. It it's got the oh. old school. Oh, MTV all right. Yeah, upside, upside down like kind of MTV. Logo. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, the old they, school MTV branding is clutch on this. Now Mike's gonna uh, Mike's gonna shuffle these. Uh, Steve, I know that uh, in another life you would be a Vegas uh, dealer, and uh, and Mike is gonna do his best to do a, uh, a shuffle. I lived in Vegas. I cannot shuffle. Um, That's crazy that, is, that you, yeah. I thought that was you my had to lot do that life. to get your driver's license. There. You know what I can do is I can serve drinks. I can serve drinks. Well, I did yeah. that well in Vegas. Speaking of which, can you, can you pour me one? I can pour you Let's another one. And, and while I'm saying that and Mike is shuffling, I will say that if you go to poddex.com uh, and you like that cover, the uh, MTV logo takeoff of the what the fuck deck, you can actually get that in a T-shirt. Uh, lots of other merch and yeah, um, lots of cool swag. Oh, cool! Cool swag over there. Plus all the decks they have uh, different like box sets of things. And as um, a company, they're overall just cool as shit. Yeah, they really they really are. They uh, their owner will uh, email you to thank you about uh, getting a oh, deck, awesome. and you can email him back, and he'll have a conversation with you. It's not just all form stuff, um, but also. If you're there and you make a uh, decide to make a purchase, you can use the promo code BACON yeah, and get 10% off your entire order. And that helps the show. It helps us keep the show free and all that kind of fun stuff. And, uh, and it's just, like we said, a cool company and it's cool stuff regardless of whether you have a podcast or not. So uh, so let's do this. So what, what we do here is we're going to fan this out. Okay. He's going to fan it out while I'm also getting ice for our drinks right now. Um, oh. So, Mike, just keep talking. Just okay, so stuff. I'm going to fan this out, and then I'm going to move my finger from my left or your right okay. to my my right, right and your left, and you just tell us when to stop. Okay. 
going all the way to the end, isn't he? Fucking comedians, man. All the way to the end, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Dead air is bad on radio and podcasting. <laughs> Obviously, you haven't listened to my podcast. Oh, we've oh we've, we've listened. We've listened. <laughs> part part of the way through. It's no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, no, no. We've we've listened. We've listened for sure. Uh, we've got some questions about that. Yes. All right. All right. Go ahead. All right. You so, go ahead and take this one. Your question. Oh, all right. This is a good one. Interesting one. Uh, Steve, mm-hmm. can you do any tricks with your tongue? <laughs> no. No. Wait, wait. Wah, I, I mean, listen, lame one, lame tricks. Like I can do. Because I, I guess. That's you, that's if, a trick. That's if you a went trick. back right, evolutionary wise, it's like definitely not a, a treat. There was a cave. <laughs> there was a caveman that was like, "Hey, look at this, ladies!" Right, right. right. Like, he was the first one that did it. Now that we can all do it, it's it's yeah. But no, I can't. I can't do yeah. the. I know some people can do the tie the cherry thing in a knot, the the stem. Um, but yeah, that's that's the, the wave of three. That's oh that's yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, he can weave a web of hilarity. Yeah, that's what know. he can do with his tongue. I can talk, God damn it! That's right. That's there right. You, <laughs> you know, the first person to go was like the leader. Yeah, <laughs> became the leader because of that. That was the quality that was like, "We shall follow you." <laughs> <laughs> something, something else that you should all follow is uh, Maison Movie Club, dude. It's a it's a fun podcast. That segue was and, amazing. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I was like, whoa, that's what I wow. do. Wow, that's what I wow. do here. That's I direct an the ship trick with your tongue. Mm. Yeah. See, this guy, he fantastic. comes up with the good stories, the good questions, and I go, we're steering the ship this way. She, oh. <laughs> you you are the pilot, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. <laughs> All right. Continue. Sorry. I just no, had no, to marvel no. at the amazing. You do, of that you do digress. Of that um, Sieg. Of Sieg. Um, <clears throat> no. So uh, Maison Movie Club, like you said in the seven questions, it's a lot like a book club. Yeah. But instead, you pick a movie. Uh, a lot of times it's on Netflix, which is yep. pretty awesome. So this way everybody can interact. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you let people send like send things in uh, on your social media on the social media for the the podcast and stuff like that it's a really really awesome concept uh tell us a little bit more about that yeah what yeah. what made that a thing yeah so it, you know you're talking just about like the like the bacon bacon being your thing like uh comedy obviously is what i made my career but i find myself if and, and again, I'm sure it was with you guys last time I saw you guys in person. If if we're talking for an hour or sitting down at dinner, at least four or five times in that hour, I'm going to naturally steer the conversation. Not purposely. It just naturally steers to movies somehow. Yeah. yeah. A movie yeah. I saw, a quote, uh, a movie, someone will say so, quote, or I'll say, you know what? This reminds me of it. Reminds me of that movie, blah, blah, blah. You know, like that. that's how it's happened. Anyway, so I found myself talking about movies 75% of my life anyway. So I finally was like, maybe I should just start a podcast since I'm talking about this anyways, hit the record button. And then uh, my mom is part of a book club. 
So uh, I thought, oh, it, it could be set up like that. That's how, just like a, a book club. I'll pick a movie each week. And rather than it being a new movie, like that people got out of the theater to, uh, I'll pick I'll pick movies we've we've all seen or we, we we'd be happy to rewatch. So my my initial thought was to count down the top hundred movies on IMDb. Okay. Uh, yep. So I did that. I went through, and then after that, I got through that. I went through the top hundred movies on the American Film Institute's list of the top hundred movies of all time, kind of the the, the critics' choice of them. And there's some crossover between those two lists. And right. then once the pandemic hit and a lot of people were out of work, I decided to kind of make it more democratic in that way that uh how about i pick something since people were not working a lot uh that that was somewhat free obviously netflix isn't free right right the movie they could watch on netflix or amazon prime or something that was relatively free that everyone had versus you know saying uh you know uh shawshank you got to go spend nine bucks and rent it or something right exactly yeah yeah so uh yeah so yeah i think we're, we're we're probably close to 250 movies now and yeah it's been going for four or five years so it's one a week and uh yeah like you said everyone when i announce the movie each week i have some games that i run where i i have people try and guess yep. the movie early in the week yeah I, li- I was gonna say i like i like your uh y- your hints that you put out for the movie you yeah. got some really good ones it's like yeah. one is like here's a wood background what's <laughs> yeah. the movie or here's a weird quote here's- or like here's quotes from three the main actors in the movie but they're not from the movie what's the movie like yeah, i i like i found those like yeah great. i like i like the uh the obscure uh or the uh what do they call them the variant the posters uh, yeah yeah the minimalist posters those are yeah. really cool too so the, yeah I, there's I a great one those. one of my favorites actually we were talking about uh big lebowski earlier that's one of my favorite the minimalist poster is like the it's a wood floor. Yeah, you had the wood floor. Where where the where the rug, the rug was, should so have been. Was, yeah, it really tied the room together. together. Yeah, so it's awesome. It's got even the yeah, little spill on it where the pee, pee stain was and uh, <laughs> where woo yeah, peed on the rug. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. So yeah, yeah I love man. these little games to start the week. Have people guess the movies, and then people once we yeah once as the week goes on, people start chiming in, and I I love I don't just. And again, it's almost like a book club in that way that uh, there's so many memories associated with movies, right? Like, like you know, your favorite movie, you probably remember where you saw it, who you saw it with, those kind of things. Uh, so that, that becomes one of my favorite things. Don't go away. We'll be back right after these messages. You love your weekly dose of bacon as my podcast, but you need even more bacon. Well... Just go over to BaconIsMyPodcast.com. You can engage even more with us over there. It's a pathway to our music, extra content, our social media pages. Most importantly, grab yourself some pretty sweet swag and put it all over your body parts. Again, that's BaconIsMyPodcast.com. Listen to some tunes, pick up some merch, and tell us, what's your bacon? I know that like you've said in interviews in the past that like you would do like a horror movie if you if you could like come back and do a movie is that your favorite right. genre or do you have a favorite genre or yeah i mean i i it's it's hard to pick one but i would guess horror probably ends up being my favorite just because i enjoy even the bad horror films you know what i mean like yeah. any anytime i see a, a a horror movie even if it's terrible and i walk out knowing it was terrible i, I still kind of had a good time whereas if i go and see a serious movie and it sucks I'm right. like, oh, geez, that, that was a waste or a, a, 
a bad comedy. A bad you know, you, you think something. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, you're, Nothing's you're, worse like, to me than a bad well, comedy. Yeah. <clears throat> like, let, let, let's let's be honest here. It, like a bad horror is a good comedy. Yes. Yeah. 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 Right. Like, horror yeah, can always. change genres just like that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Intentionally or not. Yes. Exactly. Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, so yeah, I love that stuff. Um, what would you call a good horror, and what would you call a good horror because it's so bad it turned into something else for you? All right, here's a, this. Uh, this is a uh, an interesting one because I obviously I see a lot of movies, but I love that uh, you know the blind spots people have sometimes too. Uh-huh. That, Again, I watched just in the past five years. I've, I've probably watched a couple movies a week, but just for the podcast, I've watched 250 plus movies now. Right. Uh, yeah. That I had seen before. But uh, like, you know, Halloween is my favorite uh, okay. horror movie of all time. I think The Shining is probably as good as it gets as far as a film that is in the horror genre. Um, I love the new It, the, the first one, not It Part Two. Okay, uh, that was terrible, but the first one was fantastic with the kids. Um, but uh, a bad one, you know. I'll give you one that I just saw. I I can't believe it. I it's given me this long to say. I just saw Tremors this week, the movie Tremors. The first time, how, how I had missed Tremors. Oh, it, it's so fun, and I don't know that you know. It's typically it's kind of scary. It's a horror. It's a monster movie, right? Right. Yeah. Um, and it's a lot of fun, and it's you know, it's, it's almost a kaiju. It's almost a horror. Yeah. It's almost, yeah. Uh, it's 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 really it's. And it's uh, Kevin it's, Bacon. It is Kevin yeah. Bacon. <laughs> yeah, we well, we got bacon in it, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. So, what, do you have a? Do you have like a favorite bad horror movie? Or bad one that keeps coming movie. up for you. I mean, uh, and we'll so see I'm, if Steve has seen I'm, it. I'm I'm always about all the original and original uh, Friday the thir- Friday the Thirteenth movies. So, um, yeah. why'd you put that in quotes? Original, like I don't know because come they on, you do a remake, right? Yeah, right. They did, they, yeah, but, but that's but not I, the original. Well, you know, people people take issue with Jason goes to New York. Or <laughs> as as they should. What but, do you mean? That's great. It's so good. It's a comedy. I mean, it's, it's better than Jason goes to space. But <laughs> well, Jason goes to space. My favorite part in that movie is when he takes a camper or a hologram camper. Right. Uh, there's a quote again. Yeah. Um, and but they're an actual hologram. Okay. And they and they put it into uh, a sleeping bag. Yep. And then beat another one with it. <laughs> come on i believe That's he did great. that in the third one as well like he yeah. beat another camper with someone in a sleeping bag i love the friday the 13th movies as i well. love them all those yeah. are my favorite but yeah that's no oh, that's a good one J- jason takes new york is definitely like the dude the dude went from crystal lake right who knows where it is yeah um but that lake connects to the hudson river right right which is right outside New York City. New York City. And he's there. Yeah, that he's makes there. sense. That makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. Absolutely it's, makes sense. It, ge- geographically. Yeah. Sure. Uh, mine is the um, the B movie. Um, and Steve, let me know if you've ever seen this. Yeah. Night of the Creeps. And no. I've, I've brought this up he a brought number this up of earlier. times. Um, because Night of the Creeps is so great because it's it's like – slugs from outer space that when someone is scared because they zombify somebody 
and they scream, their mouth is open, and the slug jumps from another mouth into their <laughs> mouth. And that's how they spread. And I I found that to be just fantastic mm-hmm. when I was younger. I, I That was one of my favorite uh, B-horror movies of all yeah. time. And I love those. I love those old Grindhouse films. Yeah. I, like, they just... There's something about them that I like. I love the campiness. I love the bad effects. I love like I'm a huge fan of like yeah. the the Corridor Crew YouTube channel where they go through all the visual effects and yeah. they tell like how it was done and how bad yeah. it is and stuff. I think it's just amazing. So I'm I'm another one that like horror films, man. Yeah, they just become something else. You know, it is. It's, that's what I mean. It's 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 the fun genre of it all. That it's yeah. It's even. You, you got to take big swings, I guess, is, in it is is what makes it fun. You can see the ambition even in the bad ones. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I love bad horror movies. Uh, the the the. Do you guys have a Friday Thirteenth in in that other thing? The the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's like those are great horror movies. Don't ever those say are my bad more horror movies. Yeah. Steve, what were you saying? I was just gonna I was just gonna say that <laughs> that's what I I like uh, horror movies are all a guilty pleasure a little bit. Again, every right, once yeah. you run into a great, you know, horror movie, but there's, there's so seldom, uh, but do you have a movie? I, this is, you know, I always ask on the podcast when I have new guests, like, is there a bad movie you love? Like urban cowboy is my guilty pleasure. And yeah, I don't, I don't feel guilty about it at yeah. all. I, I lo- honestly, like I'll catch myself trying to convince people that it's as good as any Western that's ever been made. Like any right, right. John, you know, <laughs> Wayne, you know, well thought of movie. Uh, how about that? Do you have a Do you have a movie oh. you know is bad but you still? Man, love? I don't. I don't know because any movie that I really like that other people don't like, I still don't think is bad. Like I love, right. uh, I love Drop Dead Gorgeous. Oh. Okay. And I don't know if people think that's a bad movie, but I think it's a great movie. I haven't oh, seen who's, who's in that. That's not Sally uh, Kirsten Dunst is in it. Um it's uh it's a lot of the people that are in like uh the best in show and spinal tap. It's very oh, okay. it's, it's yeah. done like one of those mockumentary type shows, yeah. but it's for pageants, yeah, like pageant girls and stuff. And I think that movie is hilarious. All, best in show is another one. Like I oh, love yeah, yeah, yeah. those so Christopher good. Guest movies. Like I, I think those are uh fantastic i don't know if they're seen as bad movies i don't know i, I but they're not I, I as much i don't hate right. them they're just not like like revered movies like right. movies that are just but yeah. they like i will laugh out loud by myself in a room yeah like a crazy person yeah. <laughs> watching those movies yeah because um, i th- like certain yeah. little, like but the things that make me laugh are like are, are the things that aren't the the payoff joke it's the it's the it's, the, it's, the, it's the like the short side jabs. thing yeah it's like those things make me laugh like in best in show like at the beginning of the movie where where um one of the characters says he has two left feet and mm-hmm. then at the end of the movie when he has to walk the dog and right. his knee is shaking and they're like <laughs> i believe he has two left feet like that <laughs> yeah. payoff for me just yeah. like I'm just like, <laughs> like it's it, it. I'm in hysterics because oh, of it. Like yeah. those things, or in Drop Dead Gorgeous, they all get poisoned by shellfish. Yeah, and there's like a dude at the end, and his one line is like, "Fucking prom queens just puking everywhere." Like that yeah. just cracks me up, and it, it yeah. it's one of those things, man. Like it's those. I think I think for me, 
oh, man. Uh, it's it's got to be Ghostbusters too. Because, oh wow! Because I yeah. liked it, yeah. And and a lot of people are like, no, but <laughs> yeah. you know what? I knew somebody that had a Vigo picture over their dining room. Mm. That's an awesome table. person, just in yeah. general. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the first time I saw a friend of mine, actually, he walked around with like the picture of Vigo over his head and his face was painted like Vigo. And I was like, I popped. I was like, it was wrestling, like full on, like, yes. Um, (laughs) So yeah, Ghostbusters 2 is like panned hardcore, but I I like it. That's a, that's a good, that's a good guild. I haven't seen Drop Dead Gorgeous, so I can't make any assumptions or, you know, uh, guesses on it, but I've seen Ghostbusters 2 and I, I, that's a good guilty pleasure because I don't think it's a good movie, but yeah. Yeah. What's yours, Steve? Do you have one? Uh, well, yeah, Urban Cowboy is a big one. Uh, like I said, that 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 comes up often. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, because it's it's probably not good, but I I like I said, I think it's better than it. It it probably gives credit. You know where you know where you just see someone sometimes defending like a Thomas Kincaid painting or something, and you're right, like, oh, right, this is terrible. Like you, and you're like, no, but look, isn't it gorgeous? And it's like that's how I feel. Like yeah, Urban Cowboy. I'm like, no, it's it's really good, and it's it's saying some important things. It's right. I'm talking in, in a wrong, <laughs> right, right. About it in, a, in a wrong way that it, that it was never intended for. But I, I see something in it. Yeah. Does raising Arizona count as one of those? Oh no, that's no, because that's great. No, it's great. Right. Is there Steve? Is there a movie that is universally loved mm-hmm. that you think is kind of crap? I, I, uh, on my, one of the guests, uh, every week, almost every week on my podcast, uh, my mom chimes in, she's uh, 82 years old. And I, uh, besides making her watch a movie each week and chime in, she does like, you know, a couple <laughs> minutes where she'll tell me her thoughts. I also, uh, have a segment where I, at people, the viewers, uh, come up with the adult film titles. For yes. us, you know, so yeah. like Forrest Gump becomes Forrest Rump, but Batman, right. Batman, that kind of stuff. Um, and I make my mom judge those. Uh, but uh, just to just to torture her, his mom, who he cockblocked the- once, and we'll just leave it there. Yes, yes, this is a, 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 another story. Next appearance, um, <laughs> she, uh, I, I get her point. Two thousand and one, which is thought of as as like a top twenty movie of all time, I, I get it. I like I like it, and I understand yeah. as I hear other people talk about what they see in it, but it's. God, is there is there long periods of just boringness and just uh, I can see why someone would hate that movie. Mm-hmm. Like she was angry about it. She was she was very mad that I I forced her to waste two plus hours of her life. And so I I get that. And there are there are I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there are movies I've come across where I'm like, this just isn't good. Like I don't I don't understand why people are are so an emperor's new clothes kind of thing. Where, okay, how about you? Yeah. Ooh, awful movies. Ugh. Well, they they don't have to be awful. No, but just no, something no, that no. everybody Something's, likes that you're just yeah. kind of like, I don't like it. Yeah, you got me on the spot here. I don't. I couldn't pull one right away. Uh, I'm gonna say a controversial answer. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I don't like Airplane. Whoa. I don't, Steve. I uh, don't yeah. like Airplane. I'm sorry. I don't like it. I don't think it's funny. Nothing makes me laugh. It never did. Nothing ever made me laugh. Now, it's not those style of movies. 
Because... Did you see like Air Airplane Airplane Two or Three or Yes, four? I did. I've watched them all. Why? But like, I I one is a good one. I well, it's better than those. Yeah, oh, but okay. like, I like movies like I love Spaceballs. I love Spinal Tap. I love uh, the Naked Gun movies. I love wow, like, yeah. And those those say, are those kind like... of movies that kind of like the that the, the slapsticky kind of stuff. Airplane. I just I I don't find it as funny as everybody does. All right, so so actually, something did come up up at work this week. Uh, any of the Friday sequels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shouldn't have been Friday, made. right? Yeah. Friday was the only Friday, Friday. was excellent. Next Friday, Friday yeah. after next. <sighs> no, no, right. So so yeah, that, right. That, okay. That might that, have that's beat, my answer. That might have beat Ron Burgundy to the punch with we didn't need a sequel. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. 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 All right, Steve. Well, we know you got to go. Yeah. But please tell everybody where they can find you, your podcast, and all of the things and what you're up to. Yes. Well, first of all, let me say thanks for having me. Uh, this was a blast. I could, and again, like I, we were talking about movies, I, I could talk with you guys for another hour. So I, ho- I hope to be back sometime. Yeah, we'll do it again. Uh, we'll always. definitely do it again. Uh, yes, you can find me. My website is stevemazan, M-A-Z-A-N.com. But more importantly, probably the better place is to find me on social media. I'm on uh, Facebook. I still have plenty of friends uh, to, uh, <laughs> to make on there. I'm at, not at my limit. Uh, so find me on there, Steve Mazon. Uh, I'm on Instagram at Steve Mazon, Twitter, same thing. And, uh, yeah, the, the podcast I have is the Mazon movie club and the, the Facebook is kind of the center of that, but Instagram as well, where I play a lot of the games and stuff, uh, about the, the movies of the week. So, uh, yeah, would love to, would love to, uh, share thoughts on movies and stuff with, uh, with your listeners. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, guys. Definitely jump on there and check it out and and hang out and interact because Steve is always very good about interacting with the people on his social media. And uh, like he said, the the whole show is based around like the first the first 20 minutes of it is you guys. All you guys talking yeah. about yeah. it. So it's pretty awesome. And uh, and he's a funny guy. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's a funny guy. Yeah. Thank you. We're not gonna... me, if you get in trouble, find my traffic school too. <laughs> yeah. Right? Also, uh, Geico Improv. Also, find him on Geico Improv. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you do it. Uh, it is um, the most tolerable of all the four hour or six hour courses, whatever it is. I yeah. Don't know. Yeah. The cream of the crap. Yes. And if, 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 please, if you, if don't go there first, like, yeah. Or, <laughs> don't judge my comedy from the traffic school, please. <laughs> there's more recent things. There's yeah. more, there's better stuff. Yes. I approve. Yeah. Uh, so make sure you check out Steve Maison and make sure you always ask yourself the all important question. Yeah. Every day, at least once. What's your bacon? What's your bacon? Steve is great. Yeah. Steve is Steve is a lot of fun. I've had a lot of laughs with Steve as a an audience member, right? Uh, as a uh, a person that have that is sit sit across from him for, at a dinner table. Yes, that's uh, that's been an, an interesting thing. Was it weird? Uh, Was it weird for you um, knowing as well as you know him? talking to him in this setting no no not at all yeah not at all no you know like we, we talked about the the backstory and 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 how i know him and and, and all that stuff and, right um 
No, like you, you, you treat the interview the way you would any interview. Um, and, and that's just the way we do things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very much just conversation. It's a conversation with people that you enjoy having conversation with. Granted, I, I've had conversations with him before, but, you know, even the people that I didn't know before, you just have a conversation with them. You, you find your common interests. We were lucky enough to know our common interests prior. Right. So that's what that's created. That created tangents and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, no. Yeah, that's um, cool. I, wa- I wondered that because, you know, like I've only met him once. I only got the experience oh, oh, okay. once to like sit across the dinner table and hang out with him and hang out in the audience with him. And I very briefly talked to him. You just kind of introduced me to him and stuff. Um, but I know that you've had many conversations with him. So it's that was just interesting to me. Like, hey, was this different for you at all? You know, um, which is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Um, super glad we got him on. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Eventually, we're going to have an in-person thing, and one day you're going to catch us on Maison Movie Club. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be really uh, cool. In the meantime, where can they find you Me. and whatever you're doing? Me? Yeah. I, personally, am at Me, My Own Self, Mike, on all of the social media platforms, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and my other thing that i do is called something heavy Mm. it is a band and we play songs that perhaps are heavy perhaps perhaps (laughs) at something heavy music on twitter instagram facebook um you can also catch some pretty sweet music at bacon is my podcast oh no no bacon is my passion well on the Spotify, you can on find Big is My Passion as a on band. The Apple Music. But if you go to Big is My Podcast.com, you can find all that stuff as well. Yes, you can. As well as uh Bacon is My Fashion, where you can get some cool swag. Yes, yes, yes. Jimsy. Jimsy. Yes, sir. If if people were to look for you personally, hmm. where could they find you? Well, you could find me That's personally. Nice. Personally. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Personally, Jimmy G shoes. At uh, Twitter on Twitter and Instagram, yeah, you can find me there. And my band, Craving Strange, is at cravingstrange.net. And uh, from there, you can find links to all of our social medias and all of our stuff. So, uh, and really, if you just put Craving Strange in your Google machine, you can find us all over the place. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. Check out something heavy. And check out Bacon is my podcast if you are uh, interested in the whole Patreon thing mm-hmm. and you want to help out the show. Please jump on patreon.com slash bacon is my podcast. Uh, we do some cooking shows. We do yeah. some shows where we eat horrible things and react to it. Um, mm. All kinds of fun stuff like that. And we interact. We do live stuff, uh, live music, you get all kinds of extra stuff. Yeah. Um, so check that out. See if you like it. If you want to do it, uh, you know, become a uh, become a Bim Squad member. Yeah, and, man. Uh, 
Yeah, we absolutely. eternally appreciate you. Thank you so much for supporting our sponsors, uh, Poddex, GrillYourAssOff.com, and Wild Bills. DrinkWildBills.com, Wild Bills sodas and snacks. We do have a sponsor page on the website. So if you check there, you can see all of our sponsors up to our most current, and you can see all the deals that you can get. Thank you guys so much for listening. We do appreciate you. We do appreciate it. And uh, make sure you give those five star reviews. Exactly. That was my next thing that I was going to say. Yeah. Five star reviews on the Apple. Yeah. On the Apple. Share us on the Spotify. On the Spotify. Uh, Follow us. Yeah. You know, all those little things actually do count. Yeah. They really do help because uh, all those sites are built to work against you unless you pay money. And we don't want to pay money and we don't want you to pay money. So, uh, agreed. Help us keep it free. Let's do it. And uh, remember to ask yourself every day the most important thing out of all this. You know, if you're going to figure anything out, figure out exactly what's your bacon. What's your bacon? We are-